Hi there. I'm in my car again, 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 again. I know it's not me, does not make for perfect, pure audio. The only way I can get this thing out is by just putting it out despite my reservations, which is literally every time I make an episode, I have some reservation about releasing the episode. That's my own shit, okay? That's not your fault. It's pouring grade, but it's only 10 degrees Celsius, which is I think like 50 degrees Fahrenheit. And it's December 1st. I did my craft fair. I didn't sell a ton, but I did get to like hang out with like my queer cohort here in Kitchener-Waterloo region. And so that was well worth the fact that I wasn't cleaning up money-wise. Um... I was cleaning up friendship-wise. And now I have a ton of handmade pins and magnets that everybody I know is going to get as a gift uh, for Christmas this year. Which is the best part of doing a crafts fair. If you are a DIY Christmas person, it really gets you in gear to make a bunch of shit. And then when people inevitably don't buy it, you, um, you just give it away. And that's fine. Um, I have been a hot mess lately and I, you know, I guess I've kind of hinted at it. I haven't actually out and out said it, but, um, uh, my partner Dan's and I are separating and, um, I guess I will just have to ask Dan's permission before I post this or publish this. I don't think it matters. Pretty much everybody we are directly close to in contact with has heard this from one or both of us. And um, it's a tough time. It's really tough even when your marriage um, unravels in the best of circumstances. And in our case, I feel like, you know, we still have a lot of love and respect for each other we're trying our best to make it work and not drive each other crazy while we are still living together I in turn I think I'm just driving everyone else crazy because 99% of my social media messaging is just about how freaked out I am and how I don't know what I'm going to do with my life and how I don't know where I'm going to live or where I'm going to work And that's because I feel the crushing weight of possibility on my shoulders right now in a way that I haven't felt in a long time. Um, Being in a partnered relationship means having, um, you know, only 50% responsibility in all of the life decisions that are made and not 100%. And giving over to the fact that I am again single and will soon be living the life of a single person again and all that entails, um, I think I was not like emotionally ready for those reins to be passed solely to my hands. And um, 
That's not to say the decision wasn't mutual. But I guess it leads to me having to make a lot of big adult human decisions that I would have been happy um, not dealing with if there was some alternative, which I have yet to come up with. Um, So it's been a sad time. It's been a hard time for everyone involved, I think. Um, I am very, very sad about a lot of it. Not the least of which is the likelihood that I will not be living with my dogs anytime soon because I can barely afford to house myself. It's raining and I'm sitting in my car. I'm drinking a hot mug of tea from my kitchen. I'm getting slowly dripped on, so bear with me, folks. I find my tendency is when things fall to shit. I reach out to a lot more people, which I'm sure is very annoying because like, I'm kind of a hermit, and then suddenly I'm like, blah, blah, me, me, me. Um, but I have to really force myself to reach out. Like, It's a big pull for me to just ask someone for their opinion or assistance or even just like feedback um which is ironic because to be a self-sufficient person right now I think one of the best things I I can do is reach out to my various communities and be like okay does anyone have any way that they can assist in this moment and really realistically speaking all I need to do at the very minimum, is find insecure housing. I had a near miss with a place that would have been perfect, but unfortunately it was too expensive based on the amount of teaching hours I have this semester. And that kind of put me on a bit of a spiral of like concern, turning into worry, turning into just like pure stress. And uh, I haven't been the most pleasant person to talk to lately. I haven't really had the most positive outlook on things. Um, I'm starting to whisper a little because a neighbor just walked by walking their dog. And I just got really self-conscious that I'm just talking to myself in a car. Even though... I know you are all here at some point in the future. Um, My friends and family have been super awesome and supportive and lovely and like listening to my nonstop crazy inner monologue of like, what do I do? What do I do? But this is the truth. And I don't understand how other people do this. But like, this just brings me right back to a point in my life I was at right before I moved in with Dan's, you know, five years ago or whatever it was, which is that I was always like three months into or away from some kind of like major crisis of housing or employment or both. And, um, for someone who, you know, deals with mental illness and is also trying to be a working creative person, pursue my own, you know, artistic dreams and visions, as well as like survive and live. 
I find it all a bit too much. What about you? Are you the type of person who like projects this like supremely settled and confident life, but just everything feels internally like it's falling apart? Or are you someone who like is mostly okay and things are just always kind of okay? Every now and then things get crazy and you just deal with it. I guess this is all to say that in the age of social 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 media, it feels like we're always projecting our best selves out there, and like I find it virtually impossible um, to pretend things are good when they're not, and it baffles me that other people either are just not having these hard times, or they're not vocalizing them or putting it out there in a significant way. <sighs> it just feels so hard life come on I had a nice visit to Toronto on Thursday a couple days ago Sunday now I went to see my good friend Natalie Norman tape one of two Uh, shows. She was recording an album, a comedy album, so I'm very excited. Um, The show I saw was wonderful, great openers. She was great. Um, It was pretty hilarious to watch because at one point Natalie did just turn her back to the audience and say, this is my nightmare, this is my nightmare, this is my nightmare. (laughs) And if that isn't a good encapsulation of what December 2018 is like, I don't know what is. Mercury is in retrograde, maybe? Everyone has their shit happening, you know? And sometimes it's joyous and sometimes it's amazing and sometimes it's exciting, but just as often it's fucking bullshit. Oh, there goes my neighbor walking their dog again in the rain, hearing me ranting into what appears to be an empty car. But we know the truth, dear listener. We know the truth. I also got to see my friend Marilla Wex's show. She was on a show that is called Twisted Sisters, and it's a bunch of comedians. They do a regular set, and then they come back and do a drag performance of their choosing. Um, So I got to see Marilla in drag, and, uh, you know, it was uncanny how much I was reminded by Marilla Wex and Drag of what I have been calling every guy I ever regret sleeping with. And that is what Marilla Wex, if you're curious and you missed the performance, which I feel sad for you. I think that show is leaving town because... Oh, hold on. Oh! I was just rolling up my window so I stopped getting rained on so much. Um... I believe uh, the woman uh, who runs the show person, uh, I believe the person who runs the show, Emily Bilton, is moving back to Vancouver, and there were a number of fantastic performances on this event. Um, It was a couple of repeat performances uh, for my friends, uh, those friends who joined me on this adventure. We watch three and a half hours of comedy, and you know what? It's too much. I don't recommend it. That's not to say it wasn't a joyous event from stem to stern. It was just that, you know what? As performers, we see and endure and um, 
power our way through many performances, not the least of which our own, which are sometimes, you know, a slog. But to then go and give yourself as an audience member, it does take a lot of energy. I have the somewhat difficult, but also, um, I think, a ultimately good characteristic, which is that I'm a very empathetic audience member. I make a lot of noise. I am a loud person. I laugh loud. Um, I really swell with somebody just crushing a performance. I get very invested and involved. But after three and a half hours of comedy, I was like, okay, just everyone remind me not to do that again for at least 18 months. The next day I got in my car and I had driven into the city Thursday. I had a whirlwind of social appointments and, um, uh, shows to watch. And then the next morning I got up and drove my friend Arlie to Milton and then, uh, stopped for a minute and then went to back to Waterloo where I currently live for the time being. And, um, I then had to the next day get up early on a Saturday, very early on a Saturday and go do a crafts fair. And that was the crafts fair where I did not make a lot of money, but did have a nice social day and did make some money. And some money is always better than none. If I had to break it down on an hourly basis, I would say I was not paying myself for most of the time I was there, but I did get to see friends, old and new, and connect with them. And that that is really, you know, a blessing. Um, I am now coming into the blessed last two weeks of my semester teaching. As of, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> caught, just caught a little too much hot tea in my throat that time. Um, I am not at this moment certain if I will be teaching again next semester. I have been offered and accepted teaching credits for next semester, but if I don't secure housing, I would say before I go out of town to Amsterdam for three weeks, then I don't know that I will be doing that. I guess the main issue is that uh, things kind of have to happen in a short period of time, and I just have to kind of wait and see, and I also have to surrender myself to the fact that I just don't know what's going to happen, and worrying about it is not going to change those circumstances. And all emotional reactions are just your brain's way of being like, hey body, things are intense right now. And your body's like, oh my god, everything's ending. But the truth is, it's, it's not. It's just a stressful time. It's a stressful moment and things are up in the air so much of our lives in different ways that to let myself completely fall apart over this would be patently ridiculous. I'm safe. I do have housing. I have a lot of support emotionally and I have the resources internally to come to a solution for this issue. I just have one of those sick brains that any immovable object it meets, it just wants to bang itself into it until the problem has ended or is out of the way. 
And, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of difficult to quantify, but I would say, you know, given all the things I've managed to survive and move past in my life, this will in the sweet, sweet distance of time passing will not seem like such a major mountain. It will be more like an aggravating molehill. And, it, and because I'm in this spot right now, like literally just in the spot sitting in my car um, at like, I don't even know what time it is. What time is it? 7.30 on a Sunday night. Um, I'm about to go take a bath and just unwind and then probably watch like some episodes of Grey's Anatomy and pass out. But I thought that this moment in time it would be a helpful time for me to unleash upon all of you what I call pep talk time, pep talk time, PTT. It is time for me to give you, aka myself, a pep talk. So I'm going to make this pep talk to you and me, aka us, and um, if you ever need it, mark this episode, come back to it. PTT, pep talk time. If you have a pep talk, generic or specific to me, and you would like to share it um, with the listening audience, you may reach out to me over Facebook or over Twitter.com or over Instagram. Instagram and Twitter name is at McCormcorp, M-C-C-O-R-M-C-O-R-P. Or you can just find me on my Facebook fan page, Catherine McCormick. If you're my friend on Facebook, you can just message me. If you have a pep talk for me, basically what I would ask is for you. It doesn't have to be for me specifically. It can be for anyone or it can be for yourself or it can be for the listening audience in general. What you need to do is either type it out or say it into a voice memo and then message me and I will give you some place where you may send the voice memo to. But for now... I'm going to deliver my first PTT pep talk time from me to me and you as an ancillary part of it to you. Hey, so listen, I know things are shitty right now. I know that you just want to lay down in the mud like a turtle before it hibernates and nestle down into the dark, gloomy, opaque goo and just squish on in there and let all your body systems slow down to a near stop and wait until the blessed sun comes back out and melts the ice on the pond, warms up the water, and signals to you that it is time to come back up to the surface. But you're not a fucking turtle, okay? Turtles are godly creatures. As we all know, the universe rests on the back of a turtle. On the back of another turtle on the back of another turtle and it's turtles all the way down you're not a turtle you're a human the fact that you can hear and understand what I'm saying right now says you are a human if you are an alien this pep talk can also be for you but please forgive my very what's the word I'm thinking of alien um parochial 
I have a, a, I have a perspective that is very centered in where I am coming from, my own place in this world, in this universe. So if what I'm saying, dear alien, isn't really that pertinent to your current position, it's because it's very hard for me to step out of my own shoes, my own sad, bluesy, cranky, hermity, like self-absorbed shoes and step into the shoes of you, listener or alien, and what you're dealing with, which might, which might be enormous. You might be on a journey to try and find a safe haven for your entire species. And what you found is this, and you've managed to figure out English, and this is what you've got, this pep talk right now. But guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you're an alien. It doesn't matter that you are facing the extinction of your species because you have only got one thing to do today, and that is survive make it to tomorrow you put one foot in front of your other foot and if you're an alien maybe you've got a couple other foots put one in front of the other in the more feet you have the less time you have to use each foot you know you're really it's a boon for you to not be bipedal one foot in front of the next breathe in ground yourself Aliens, if you float above the earth and you can't ground yourself um, because our gravity is too strong, would tear apart your systems and organs. I understand. Again, please forgive me and my narrow-minded, navel-gazing ways. I'm a human and I'm very rooted in, in that experience, as well as all the other ways that I am different from you. We can only digest, process, experience, and survive as much as we are able to. We are only given as much as we are able to handle. And all beings, whatever their species of origin, are able to survive as much as they are able to. And if you are still kicking, if you're still alive, if you're still breathing, even if you're at the bottom of a muddy, opaque pond, then the next thing you do is keep going. And keep going. And keep going. And the best thing you can do is leave all the persons and beings and all of the nature and all of the places you go and people you interact with and other species you interact with better than when you left them. If you can do that, then you're doing just fine. Leave things better than you found them. And keep breathing. Keep having compassion for other people another species keep your momentum be grateful have gratitude express it every day in some form take care of yourself as best as you are able given the resources available to you you're doing great you are 
worthy of all of the success, of all of the goodwill and love that's coming your way. You deserve to be happy, healthy, sane, well-rested, to have a good place to live and a good place to work. And you're doing it. You're doing it and I'm proud of you. Keep going. I know you can keep going. Sending you all the love in the world. Sincerely, me.